Iron Jungle podcast is raw, it's real, it has zero gimmicks, zero bullshit, and absolutely zero fucks to give. Welcome to the Iron Jungle. This is real, no bullshit, no holds barred, wide fucking open podcast. We've been at this far too long to be fucking around. This is the jungle. Where anything goes, no holds barred. We're going to be talking about the real shit. How to succeed in a world where you have goals, but there's so much misinformation and bullshit trying to sell you something. This is the informative podcast. And there's no holds barred in the jungle. The question is, are you ready? Welcome to the jungle. Welcome to the jungle, baby. Welcome to the iron jungle. Let's go. What's going on, guys? Welcome inside the episode of the Iron Jungle Podcast, live and living color, on location. Yes, Athena is even joining us today as well, here in South Florida at uh, Vanilla Gorilla Residence. And it's funny because a lot of people, Drew, are going to be like, wait a second, when you guys do this on Skype, wasn't Drew in, like, Connecticut? What, I mean, now we're in South Florida, back home. Exactly. I love it, dude. I do too, Evans. You can gladly see for those actually watching this, this is the infamous barking dog, Athena, the German Shepherd. She's making her debut today, but she is already clearly seeing other things. So that being said, it is good to be home. We just moved in. Ryan is actually the very first guest that we've had at the house since it's been ready. So it's very cool to have you over to film a live podcast of the Iron Jungle. I had a... Small hiccup in terms of moving. We missed a week, but man, we're back with vengeance, better than ever, and then we got all our shit together, as like some people like to say. So. I love it. And so today's episode is gonna be very kind of interesting, and real. Like I have a, a tank top that I used that I used to buy when I, when I was in wrestling, and it said "sex, drugs, and pro wrestling." Well, today I want to talk sex, drugs, and fitness, essentially, because <laughs> it is the reality. It's not the ugly truth of fitness by any means, but it is an interesting industry to be part of. A you and I to be part of for anybody to be a part of if you're really in deep with this and what I mean by that is that it is a very sexual industry for sure I mean you look at the old-school magazine ads you look at some of the digital marketing ads you look at Instagram it is a very sexual place um, and, it, and we're not gonna be ignorant and say that drugs are non-existent in fitness I mean we've talked about SARMs and steroids before on, on previous episodes and really today kind of just talk about not necessarily like personal experience with it but like what we've seen in the industry and if you know things should change and for me it's you know I, I'll fully admit, like I post selfies on Instagram too, right? And I'll get people to slide in my DMs and say very inappropriate things. And as much as it's flattering to me, um, it is very tempting sometimes as, as an individual, like, you know, to go check that profile out and see what that person's all about. Um, and I don't necessarily think that aspect of this industry is ever gonna change. I don't disagree with you there. And it, it's interesting having this episode, we just had, the Olympia, not too long ago, I, mean, I lose track of time, we're already in October, so it's September last month, the Olympia, the Arnold, it, it's exactly it. There's a lot of temptation in the industry, there's a lot of, as you put it, like, you know, um, and especially more so the contest prep. There's a lot more shirtless selfies, you got the abs, the veins, uh, mm -hmm. you know, the typical white dude that's jacked to with tattoos and IG, it's gonna have a lot of ladies' attention, that's good and bad. And it's exactly it. It's, it's, sometimes you're going to be put in uncomfortable situations and um, both of us have wives and my ladies competes in figure as well. There's a lot of attention she gets. And if, at the end of the day, um, I think I'll start this episode off with this, is that it, it comes down to, for those of you living this lifestyle, is that it does have a fair amount of trust. Because the thing is you can't control other people's actions. You're, you, can, can, you can post pictures. I, I don't care, care about that. Honestly, like I take a lot of my, my wife's IG pictures. Mm -hmm. like, her booty pics at the pool. I'm the photographer. I'm cool with that. You know, it's it's it's, it's beautiful, and she works hard for her body. And guys are gonna comment. Guys are gonna DM. And same thing I tell her, and same thing with 
with the girls that would message me. It's how you respond to it. You can't control somebody messaging you, but you can control your response to it. Yeah. You can control being appropriate, letting progress, so on and so forth. And the biggest thing you're going to learn in this industry, the deeper you get into it, is it's, it's kind of fucked up. It really is. <laughs> like, you go to the Olympia, um, all the lot of people will go there single. They also go to a lot of the parties, and it's a giant hookup fest. I'm not like this tabloid thing. It's probably not surprising to people, no, but it should be. people have a good time. And this industry is very... What's the word I'm looking for? Based on vanity, based on looks, based on just people with... You can have a body like a god, and their, their soul is, is empty. Yeah. But... The key is, is, is it does, there is a lot of temptation, you know, both of us have seen this firsthand, we've encountered it, and just being in this industry a long time, you kind of get, it's like, yeah, it's the way it is, and I hate that it has to be like that in terms of the way it is, you know? Right, and it's, 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 we, we promote it within the industry, I mean, we, we promote it, whether it's marketing, we promote it via ourselves, like, it's always interesting when you see, and I think we talked about this in a previous episode, like, a, a female will post a, maybe it's a booty picture, or just, like, something that may be a scandalous, like their the, their look on their face or their pose is just not it's not something you would take in a normal Wednesday afternoon picture. Like it's not a picture <laughs> that people take, and they post it and then they complain or they get upset when the guys will will comment or slide in their DMs about you know making sexual comments or being very forward. Now that's not right by any means. Like if you're a guy and you're watching this or listening or even a female and you make those comments, it doesn't give you the right to make those. But if you're the person posting that picture. Like, you can't be surprised by the responses you're going to get because yeah. it's going to happen. That's exactly it. And once this, the point of this episode isn't to like call out, oh, don't comment on people's pictures. It's like, don't be a scumbag. There are, the part that I just want to make, I think, point-wise here is make you realize exactly that if you do post those type of things, don't be, don't be afraid to. You know, like, I, there, this, there's a clear line to me in my head, and once again, I'm not passing judgment, I really don't care. There are certain pages you see, and like, this page has nothing to do with fitness whatsoever. It's literally your ass on mm-hmm. IG. And an ass in any single ass on the sink, an ass over here, an ass over there, is ass everywhere. Yeah. And it's nothing but just this, that. Like, okay, shit, we've seen your ass. You have a great ass. Good, we get it. But, like, there's nothing to do with fitness. That's the big difference between, like, say, that one versus, you know, the progress picks, booty picks, you know, the sex sells. And you want to show that off your best ass set. Yeah. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> that was lame as fuck. <laughs> That's not less a fucking joke Ben would make. Yeah. Fucking Yeti. Um, is that, you know, you have to understand what comes with it. And, like, with great picture comes great responsibility. I made that up just now. You can't be surprised because it is the internet. People are going to comment. They're not going to have that apprehension. I can guarantee you most people would not say the things they say in person to a woman to a guy or a guy is not going to typically say those things to a girl. Who knows? People are fucking pigs, but they're, you know, they're not going to be as bold in person. Right. The IG gives them a platform where even if it's like their picture, their name, it's not the same type of balls mm-hmm. as going up to somebody and saying, Whatever it may be, or like you know, I, I've had some very interesting things where um, people don't realize that Swole Kitty happens to be married to a vanilla gorilla, and you know they'll send her something inappropriate, and then like she doesn't respond, and like oh hey you have a boyfriend, and like they turn out oh her her man is two hundred and fifty pounds, and that shit stops real quick. But does it stop real quick? It does. Time? I mean, cause I you, don't got, know. you got people who pursue. Like it's, I go back to like our first my first cell phone and flip phone, and text messaging was big, and I remember like <laughs> the cool thing to do was like. If you, if you liked a girl, you'd text me like, hey, you want to get food today? And if she mm-hmm. said no, you'd say, ha, I was kidding. You know, you like, it gives you a platform <laughs> to like back out of things when you say something, but it also gives you a platform to be very um, forward and advancing. Like, I'm not going to lie and say when I post a picture of me, like a progress picture, it, I do it for two reasons. One, like I do it because I want to see 
how far I've progressed. Mm -hmm. But yes, of course, I'd be lying to you if I didn't want people to like that. And oh, yeah. You know, it's anybody out there who says something different, saying, I don't do it for people's attention, bullshit. You absolutely are doing it. I do it for people's attention. Every time mm -hmm. I post that picture, I do it. Every time Drew posts a picture of him looking jacked and swole at Destination Dallas when he used yeah. to live in Dallas or down here in Florida, like, you're doing it because you obviously want attention too. Yep. I mean, it's, it, oh, yeah. To say otherwise makes you a fucking liar. The thing is, too, is this alpha mentality. I mean, like, clearly you work off. You're not going to have a bike buy a Ferrari, keep it in the garage. That's the old saying. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, you, you want to show off your work. You want to show off it. It's like, me, it's like, it's not an excuse. I, I do build a brand. I, I have coaching. I, right. I'm my entity in terms of supplement formulation. I'm now with the director of science at Dragon Pharma. And obviously, people follow the brands I'm with because they follow me as a person. I built my personal brand. That's what I call it. So obviously, like, I, want, I generally love the lifestyle. I love the look. And, you know, growing up seeing people like Arnold and all these, these guys with great physiques, I want to emulate that. I want to have, I, I love that look. To me, that's the standard I strive for. And mm -hmm. I like showing that off because it is, it's kind of putting your work on display. Yeah. And who doesn't like a compliment? You know, you like to be complimented for your work, whether it be a nice car, whether it be a nice house, whether it be a nice body. It's the same thing. You, you post a picture, a little more risque, not wearing anything but underwear, and like you got some veins going on in other regions, like you know what you're doing. Yeah. You got the V going on, let's be real. 100%. It can't be surprised, you know. But then again, like guys, I, I, for the love of God, stop taking the pictures where you're pulling your underwear down just so it's right above, you know what I'm yeah. talking about. You just like, you see the like the, the tip, the, the outline of the dick. I'm like, bro, that, that's, that's too far. Nobody needs to see that. Ladies, I, I shouldn't know more about you than your gynecologist, you know. So <laughs> use, some, use some discretion, but. Don't be afraid to post shit like that. Be you, and at the end of the day, just real. Like, take a thought and what's your end goal? Be honest with yourself. Yeah, like, be authentic about I would that. never post a picture of my abs to get attention from girls. Like, bullshit. Who, who doesn't like that kind of attention? There's a girl. The people I, that say that are yeah. people that don't have abs. Exactly. <laughs> I'd be a dickhead there. You know, you look good and better than most people will ever look. But at the same time, it's like abs don't give you a better life. I'll, I know it's for a fact. The contest prep are there, and like, all right, my life's gonna be better now. Yeah. Where, where's where's this money? Where's the, where's all these bitches? Where's all the you know? It's like yeah. hey, I'm shredded to bone, and my life, my quality of life is actually worse because I feel like complete garbage because I'm in contest prep. Right. So it, it's all about perspective, man. But at the same time, you want to show it off. You like the attention, but it's it, it is like you have to know why you're doing what for what reason. This I'm not trying to make this a psychological episode. Like yeah, you, you know, you know, think about this, but just be aware that it's okay. You can, it's okay to be a fucking tool. I'll be honest. Yeah. I'm a fucking tool on IG. I like showing off being big. I like showing off big lifts. I like showing off my body. Then again, it, to me, it's like credibility. Okay, this motherfucker looks the part. This guy knows how to train. This guy's strong. And I just like, you know, it's the, the gifts I was given. I use it to my advantage. Same with Ryan here. He may not be quite as tall, but he's very wide. That's the reason why you're sitting on a higher Exactly. Car, uh, yeah. the, the flip side of that, too, like being in a, a marriage like we are, um, you mentioned the word trust earlier. And it, it's a huge trust factor because, A, um, like my wife, for instance, doesn't love the fact that I post these pictures on Instagram. She's uncomfortable with it, but she knows it's part of what I do for work. Um, but at the same time, if I'm going to go and I see um, a girl that's a, a bikini girl, right? Mm -hmm. And then if she posts a picture of her, a stage photo or a progress photo, and I and I hit the like button on Instagram, it doesn't mean I'm trying to fuck this girl. It means like, I literally like, I'm impressed with people's progress. So I think yeah. on the flip side of that too, just because maybe you're in a committed relationship or maybe um, you're seeing somebody, if you see, because Instagram does a thing where it tells you the activity level. So if you see that your boyfriend <laughs> or girlfriend like these pictures, your first assumption shouldn't be he's trying to get, he's trying to fuck them. Like, I mean, if you, are, if you live this lifestyle like we do, I respect when I see people transform and make progress in their journey, whatever they're doing. I respect a good physique. I respect a good body because I understand how fucking hard it is to yep. get that and maintain that. It's not easy. It takes a lot of work. I'm not bitching about it, but we just understand the hustle that goes into it. So for me, I am more or less liking the hustle. 
Mm -hmm. um, it, and do, do some of the pictures that I hit the like button on, are the girls sexy? Absolutely, they're sexy. They're gorgeous. Not but like, it, it's, I'm going to tell you, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that it's not. But at the same time, I will tell you that I'm not trying to get laid by it. I am just trying to support what they're doing because I know that, 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 that that's what they're looking for. They want the likes because it's yep. an ego boost. Um, and I'm not trying to boost their ego. I'm just trying to say like, hey, congratulations. You're doing exactly what you need to do to get to where you want to be. And you should be fucking proud of that. I'll be real with you. I'm not making, I'm not telling the guys, you know, what to get away with. I don't make an excuse for myself or it's just all about perspective too. If be real, like some in a while you look back at your, your history and like, damn, I like a lot of booty pics. Mm -hmm. Okay. Or, you know, next thing without knowing it, you may have liked one person's, you know, the, the algorithm IG, people's shit tends to show up a lot more frequently in the story if you like them or interact with them. Yep. Oh, okay. I've liked the last 12 of 13 of this girl's pictures. Like, okay, shit. Then that looks pretty sketchy and you need to reevaluate what, you know, what image that portrays. Sure. Even the thing too, it depends on levels. So liking, okay. But then if again, it's like, bro, if you're in a committed relationship and you're true with that, I, I wouldn't be commenting hard eyes on some girl's picture. Yeah. <laughs> Unless, once again, it's like your sister or whatever, like, oh, you can comment like hard eyes, like with her dog. Like, oh, you have a beautiful dog? Okay. But I see some shit on IG. I'm like, what, what, what prompted you to post that? Yeah. It's like a random person's like, beautiful girl, but like, it's like this random shit. Like everybody basically turns into fucking Indian. I, I hope that isn't too racist, but like, <laughs> Bob's and Vagine. Whenever I see some guy's comments on the, on a picture, even no matter what the race is, I think Bob's and Vagine. Let me fly to Dubai. I don't know. It's like, yeah. well, what is this? Like, it's like that comment. Yep, that, that's the one that sealed the deal. How'd you meet your wife? I commented Bob's and Vagine on IG. So, mm -hmm. I'm getting sidetracked here, but the thing is, it, it comes down to like the level of trust. It also comes down to how you how you handle things, what your your thing is. So you may need to realize you're doing shit, and that's not an excuse. Like if you're liking a lot of, of bitches' pictures on IG for booty pics, okay. Do you like booty? Like in passing, whatever. Right. It may not be most investment, but you know, it's just be aware of it. You know what you post, and it's easy to get lost in that little world. You know, there's repercussions to it. There's it's it's the real life, even though it's not real life. That makes sense. What I think is interesting is we have a different dynamic between the two of us in our relationships. You and your wife are both involved in the industry. Mm -hmm. Me and my wife are not. She is not, and I am. So, like, the paint a perspective for the listening or viewing audience in terms of like, if you're in a committed relationship and you're both in fitness, how is that different than maybe in my case where my wife is not in fitness? Like, is there a difference in terms of a jealousy level or in terms of a comfort level? I think there might be. I mean, I, I like I mentioned earlier, like my wife's not super comfortable. Like for a, for a while when I first started FI, like even the shirtless pic made her feel uncomfortable. Yeah. And, and I think that's, I didn't falter for that. When you're not used to that, you're not exposed to that world. It's different, right? So who go, are you? Right. You scroll through and there's your husband on Instagram with his picture off, and you get girls who comment on it. Like yes, yeah. I can understand why they'd feel uncomfortable, but it, it comes back down to that trust level. So I would say like if you are listening or watching and you maybe one half of your relationship is involved and you do that. It's a conversation you probably should have with your significant other. Yeah. Maybe on both standpoints. I don't know if you and Swole had, had the conversation about like this is the reality of the situation, or if, if you've ever had any, you know, conflict with it. Because I, I guarantee, I, I will fully admit, me and my wife have had conflict about it. Like we've, I've had girls DM me. I've DM girls back too in an innocent way, but it's portrayed as flirting or it's portrayed portrayed as like inappropriate. And I don't mean that to happen, but I think naturally as human beings. We're flirtatious individuals, so when yeah. you get somebody who comments something super nice and super um, sincere about your physique or about you personally, like it's it's flattering, and sometimes you let your thumbs type things back that you maybe necessarily didn't mean to come off that way, but being read by an independent third party, aka your wife, your girlfriend, <laughs> may come off completely different. And I'll admit, you know, I've, I've, I've done some really stupid shit there where, you know, it's nothing like quote unquote bad. So this is a good banter or whatever, you know, comment, oh, hey, you're a nice dog. Oh, that's a badass pre-workout. That's a good food place. It really is an ongoing conversation. And at the end of the day, like, okay, 
don't be a fucking moron. Yeah. I, apparently, I really am. Like, I'll admit this. It's like, you know, we get called on, like, okay, like, why is that girl fucking messaging you still? Like, oh, it's here, there's nothing bad. Okay, she right. keeps messaging you, like, what do you think she wants? Sure. She doesn't want to be your fucking friend. Like, you know, like, hmm. You know what? That's a good. Per that's a that's right. a good perspective. I didn't look at it that way. Like, what, what, what's your end like game? You're a good person, right? Exactly. You're not gonna tell this girl to fuck off. Exactly, I mean, but so that's not an excuse. But at the same time, is like you, you have to realize the end of the day. If a guy is messaging a married woman, he probably doesn't want to be your fucking friend. Sure. If a girl is married, messaging me constantly, and I'm a married man, she's probably not want to be my fucking friend. Right. That's not how this world works. People don't want to be. No, there's a slight chance they could be. Like we'll it, give them a little happens. benefit, but yeah. I mean, the only the only girl I talk to on a regular basis I know wants to just be friends is Ben. But correct. He's a very big girl. He's not my type. Yeah. Uh, it's just it's it's very interesting dynamic because it is. I don't know. I, I don't know what the divorce rate is in this industry. <laughs> I, I don't. I, I imagine it's probably pretty high. Um, it's a, I hate to use the word, but it's kind of true. Like, it's almost like a narcissistic type of an industry it type is. of thing. You know, like you mentioned earlier, like no soul. You know, like we, we like to look in the mirror. We're constantly looking at ourselves and trying to like, how can I be better? Sit. And for us, like, I'm not going to say, sit here and be like, I mean, we're, this is not being cocky, but like we're two good looking dudes who happen to have good physiques. So it's by nature that people are going to say things. And to your point, like, Here's something that I run into before too. Like you post something to your IG story, and a, a, a fellow competitor who's a female reaches out and says, "Like my God, your quads are huge, or whatever." Mm -hmm. And like you might say something back, like, "Hey, I saw your progress pics too. You're looking great." You know, that is also something. Like, is that is that correct? Are we allowed to do that? And I think we are. I, I think, think it's that's completely fine. fine. That's it's fine. It just if it carries on to things that like, okay, why are you having this conversation? Like. So you can be innocent enough, but at the end of the day, it's a song conversation. That's how, that's what shit happens, man. Right. And I'm gonna touch back on our thing. It is a good point. I, I've been on both sides of that. I, like I've been in it so long now, where my like obviously wifey competes in figure, and right. before the exes, they all competed. I haven't been on the other side of that fence where I was in fitness and the girl was not. I personally could not date a girl that was in fitness right. these days because it's so much the lifestyle. It just not wouldn't work for me. But I get that. When I first got into it back in the day when I ran supplementmuse.com, I, I really don't give a fuck if I throw her under the bus. My ex at the time of three years, like she, she wasn't comfortable with it because you know I came from you know doing strength coaching, working out, things like that. But when I started expanding on social media, running supplementreviews.com, that place that there's a dumpster fire now, um, it was a lot of exposures, a lot of attention, it was a lot of online presence, just a lot of eyes on you that normally weren't in terms of that. Okay, you're working you're on online, you know, doing workout videos with your shirt off, you're doing um, going to the expos, you're meeting tons of girls in the industry. These girls were for brands and you know, that, that did cause some, cause some issues. There's a lot of un uncomfortableness. It was something new where you, okay, I, this is something different that I've known you for. First you go into it um, with her, for example. So I was already in the industry, she knew it. She's been in the industry for a long time. And obviously she has a lot of guys that are good looking dudes that compete, right. vice versa. You know, a lot, I know tons of women in the industry. Like even, even in the industry, like from the ingredient side, a lot of my my contacts, like for flavor houses and things like that, are women. Yeah. So I have women text me, but not very often. But it's like it's a lot of business stuff. It's, hey, we breakfast to supply side, so on and so forth. So the thing is, is be real with my advice. If this is a situation you're in, just if something happens, like it's like, hey, you know, like me, it's like it's not nothing. It doesn't care because it's like, oh, it's it's this work, right. you know. But at the same time, like, oh. Who's who's X? I'm like, oh, she she's the VP of sales for this company. We're discussing this and this is be honest with it. Right. You know, don't you, have, you shouldn't live in fear. But at the same time, just be be 
cognizant of the conversations you're having and, and the reason for it. Here's another side of the coin that we haven't talked about yet, we can talk about now, but you obviously are a nutrition coach, um, and I don't know if you require check-in clothes or not. I do. But yeah. um, that is another another chapter in this fitness world. If you're a personal trainer or nutrition coach and you're requiring check-in photos on Friday, for instance, I have to send my check-in photos every Friday to my coach. Yep. I'm a dude, he's a dude, so I'm not, you know, but at the same time, I, I know that he has, and you probably as well, have very several, uh, several very attractive clients. And the pictures are meant to be 100% professional, right? You yep. take the front and the back pose. Um, but even like going through your PT certification, whatever one you decide to go through, I'm pretty sure like the rules and regulations all state like don't have like relations with your clients. Like it's yep. one of the top, you know, it's like, it's a commandment. Rule number one. You know, of, of the industry. But you see it all the time where you let that line blur and you cross that <laughs> line. So if you're a personal trainer, you're like, just don't fucking do it. Like don't, I mean, I've had, it's I've had a buddy who was a personal trainer that, dated a client of his and now they're married, they have a kid, they're super happy. So like, I'm not saying like it's impossible, you should 100% not, but like, you gotta be careful. It can happen and I'm not against it either. The thing is if that's your end goal to try to hook up with your clients and you're a scumbag, it's even worse if you're like a collegiate strength coach and you're trying to hook up with the college girls and you're a scumbag too, I may or may not know somebody that did exactly that. Mm -hmm. That's, I'm not getting into that, but right. dude, it's, it's, it's weird because like, when I was a collegiate strength coach, some of the athletes were like the same fucking age as me. I was like a grad school and I was their coach, but I was the one telling them what to do and like they come in, these girls fucking hammered on Friday morning from Thursday, Thursday and like they're like still hung over and shit. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not your, your, your roommate. I'm not your, your colleague in class. I'm your fucking coach. You shouldn't mm -hmm. be telling me, but you're going out illegally drinking the night before because you're a fucking freshman in college. Right. High on Molly, getting ready to do lates. Like, go, go the fuck home. Don't fall asleep on the bench. Like, what is this shit? Right. And, you know, they'll, they'll say some uncomfortable shit. You walk into some conversations where this is more so like like a scope of practice, I guess, or whatever, like not so much me doing anything. But you can put in uncomfortable situations or college kids and they're your age. They start talking about shit and they, like, ask you something like, yeah, I'm not going to discuss that. Like, mm -hmm. this conversation happened. I'm the coach. Yeah. I have to be a professional. But aside from that, it is it is a matter of, you know, just being around it and the, the client thing. I do have some female clients. That's actually a conversation that we did have. It's like initially I had all guys and I started getting some girls, including some girls to compete. And it's just a matter of being professional. You know, they, they, they have my number for texting. It's usually get a hold of me. But then again, it's like you keep it to just that. And like, it's awesome. Most of my girls don't have a lot of questions or they just kind of do whatever. They check in pics and want them to compete. There's been a few times where I did have to laugh. I'm like, I, you, you don't have to wear a thong for check-in pictures. Mm -hmm. you, you don't have to. But it made me laugh. Like, okay. Right. And not to be, I'm not saying on anybody out. It's happened with a few. When they first start to pose, I'm like, you are bent way too far over for a, like a back pick. Yeah. But you don't have to bend over like that. No, thank you. Like, whoa, okay. Scrolling on. Yeah. Your, your hammies look great, I guess. But can you not? Right. It's just like, I don't, you can't do that on stage. That's the point. So, you know, there's even Swole Kitty, you know, aka Wifey. She actually, her name, those be for real, she's just mad. Her name is Kathy Swole Kitty. <laughs> there you go. She's actually in the bedroom laughing right now. I can see her, like, giving me shit. It's okay. So, her name is not Kathy, it's Swole Kitty. I'm legally changing it. Swole Kitty Peters. But there have been times that she's like, why the fuck did she send you that? And I'm mm -hmm. like, it's her check-in picture. She's like, I can see her cooch. I'm like, yeah, I can too. I don't, I, I'm going to give her some critique on posing. Hey, for your front pose, you don't have to lean this far forward. You kind of skate around it, but you correct. And I know that it's really, it's, it's interesting to get carried away because like a like a couch combo here. So I don't want to trail on in a podcast, oh, but it's exactly it. You're going to get pictures that are like, okay, not intentional. Like they're trying to be sexy, taking, oh, my check-in pictures, I'm in the bathtub. Nothing like that bad, but it's like, okay, even you're staring, check-in pictures, like, okay, you do have pictures of women in their underwear, like on your phone. Like, okay. But just be honest with your, with your significant other. If you have clients, it's fine. Keep it professional and, and you shouldn't have a problem. You know, just... Are these, these the, your female clients, just by uh, 
question. Are they bikini? Uh, it's a mix. I have some just everyday weekend warrior women that are they're very hard workers. They kill it, and I have some girls that specifically compete. I have both. So like we've talked about this before, but like some of the posing in bikini mm -hmm. at times is for for me, and I love fitness. Like I feel <laughs> like they're they're inappropriate. Like I feel like yep. they're a little risque. Like that the back pose that the bikini girls have to do to me, uh, it's it's more sexual than it is. I think in terms of like promoting physique and fitness so like how much of it do you think is like the industry like that promotes that type of stuff like in a check-in photo if you're a bikini girl maybe you're trying to do that pose because that's what's expected to you on stage and it's like and I'm not trying to I'm not trying to like take any credit away from bikini girls you you guys do work hard obviously but like I, I just don't agree with some of the posing that they do for me it just doesn't you know, you look at the difference between bikini and say like what your wife does. It's like completely yep. different. It right? is. I mean, they don't. She's not doing that on stage. So why do they have to do that? Bikini's more sassy. It's about showing off the glutes, the glute tie-ins. It's just a matter of some of the poses they've actually cracked down. I'm like, okay, your, your legs don't have to be spread that far apart. You don't have to spread that far forward. We're not. It shouldn't have what I think some judges call like the okay, possibly 18 years pose. Like you mm. shouldn't have that look. So they've cracked down on that. Like they don't allow certain poses because it's not quote unquote family friendly. I mean, right. some would argue, okay, you're seeing people like dudes in banana hammocks you know like bodybuilders or women wearing bikinis like it's very revealing in general right. so they keep more family friendly like okay it's not meant to be sexual it's meant to be a celebration and a, and a showcase of the body you've worked hard for and bikini does have a little more sass per se you know the women are, are all women to compete you know are gorgeous but bikinis like you know the softer more traditional look you know the, the athletic body figures a little more hard and physique is like the very muscled women right so there's that but it, it does kind of cross over like the bikini girls some of them they are not afraid to strut their stuff. You're like you probably, Which is probably good for them yeah. because I mean it shows confidence on stage. Like I'm not again, we're not taking anything away. I'd be interested yeah. to hear from like people who listen to this podcast who've competed bikini. Like, are you super comfortable with the posing? Mm -hmm. Like, do you do you like it? I mean, if you do, great. I don't care. I mean, it's not me doing it, but like I just said, from and I'm a man, and uh, you know most men are probably like that's an amazing pose. I'm just <laughs> like for me, it's just like. As a, as a lover of fitness first, I feel like there might be a better way, I, I don't know, like to, yeah. to portray that. But like, again, this industry is very, um, very sexual. It, it definitely, that's not going to change. I don't think it ever will change. Again, when you're on stage and posing trunks, you can see the bulge. You can see everything if you're a dude. If you're oh, yeah. a female, obviously, you're showing everything um, <laughs> as well. But it's just, I like the term, like, be comfortable with the uncomfortable, I guess, if you're maybe in a relationship. Because you may never be super comfortable. Like, I think yeah. even with you and Swole being in a relationship, like, mm -hmm. There are probably things that, it, it, say she gets a, a DM or you do, like, we say we're comfortable with it, but I think human nature still has this, oh, like, yeah. this little bit, like, you're, super, you're still kind of uncomfortable with it, and you know what's coming. Yeah, I think it's like, I, I'm not surprised by anything. I mean, I've seen, well, not seen, I've heard of, you know, numerous amount of unfortunate dick pics that make their way in there, you know, mm -hmm. and there's this in the random IG, well, it'd be a blank account, and, huh. So-and-so wants to send you a message, no posts, no followers, no picture. It's going to be a dick. Yeah. But <laughs> you can't get upset about that. It's more funny than anything. I'm like, girl, send her one back. Yeah. Or ask, like, why'd you send me a baby penis? Right. Like you said, send one back a, a bigger. You send right? one back that's bigger and a different color. Different color. <laughs> all right, guys, we're going to wrap this one up here. Make sure you follow us on all of our social channels. We're on Facebook. Make sure you follow us on our podcast channels. We're on iTunes, Spotify, and YouTube. Uh, this was great to do this in person. We'll have to hopefully try to do this again. But um, well, uh, if you guys have any topic ideas, let us know. But for now, that is sex and fitness. And yes, it exists all the time. And uh, it's just not going to change. It's not for Ryan. Never. There's no sex. No, no sex. He's married. <laughs>